Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. Menopause. And according to a survey, one in ten women have quit their job because of menopausal symptoms, according to a survey. Uh, Women are experiencing unnecessary misery, according to the experts, calling on employers to make workplace adjustments and normalise conversations around menopause because it's like something you don't talk about, isn't it? When you hear women mention the word menopause, well, oh yeah, the, the menopause. <laughs> they mumble it. They don't, they, don't, they don't say it out, menopause. They don't say it out loud, do they? It's almost like it's something to be ashamed of. I know men talk about the midlife crisis, but at least that doesn't affect us biologically. Although they do say that men can get a thing called andropause, which I've never heard of, by the way, but I I believe they do get a thing because, you know, it's your hormones changing. And for women, it can be a lot more damaging. The symptoms and the effects can be a lot more damaging. But the poll of 4,000 women also revealed that 14% of women in this age group had reduced their hours. 8% had not applied for a a promotion because of the symptoms. And more than 2 in 5, 44% of women said their ability to work had been affected due to the menopause, including 18% who reported that their symptoms were currently affecting them. And more than a quarter, 26%, who had said they had been affected in the past. Commenting on the data, Janet Lindsay, the CEO of Wellbeing of Women, said the reports show that thousands of women were passing up promotions, reducing their hours and giving up their jobs because of menopause. Women over the age of 50 are the fastest growing demographic in the workplace. And the reason for that, of course, is, is that nowadays we encourage women, of course, to get back to the workplace after they've raised their children. When, because, of course, women tend to be primarily the ones that they say at home or take time off to raise children, to get back to work again if that's what they want to do. We encourage it and we, we make it possible, whereas we didn't in the past. But, of course, if they're not being, if they're being hampered by the menopause and the symptoms of menopause, that's not a good place to be. So we're asking employers and they're asking employers to be more flexible, allow women to work flexible hours, allow them to work around it, take days off if necessary. You know, without having to go to the doctor every single time or having to go to your employer, oh, the menopause symptoms. It can be a bit embarrassing and they don't want to have to do that, but they want employers to be more flexible. But the naysayers will say, and I understand the logic behind this, that if you tell employers to be more flexible around women with menopause, well, then that's another barrier for women to get a job. Now, according to the organisations, they added that menopause was more than just a workplace issue and affected every area of business. We need to do more to normalise, they said, the conversation and increase awareness for women as well as their male colleagues, partners, families, members and friends. In other words, everybody should have an understanding of what it's like to be with somebody or dealing with or loving and living with somebody or employing somebody who has menopause. As an employer, if you're a male employer, you should understand the symptoms and why women need time off or may need to take an hour off during the day because they might have a hot flush or something like that. Anyway, the report also found that two in five, 41% of women polled said they had seen menopause or menopausal symptoms treated as a joke by people in work. And among the women who had taken time off due to menopause, two in five, 39%, cited anxiety or depression as the main reason on their sick note rather than sharing menopause status. In other words, they'll come up with some other excuse rather than saying they have menopause because they're embarrassed. But do you think employers should be more flexible and allow flexi time, etc., to people who have menopause, or women, shall I say, who have menopause of that age? Not people. Women get menopause, not people. Um, do you think employers should be more flexible? Let me know what you 
think the number is 087188008. Sorry, I grinned and smiled a bit there because actually in in the actual article it says people of menopausal age. There isn't people of menopausal age, there's women of menopausal age. Eilish is on line one. Let us know, by the way, what you think. The number is 087188008. Should employers be more understanding of women in menopausal age, of menopausal age, in that category? Or do you believe, come on, Niall, don't be so ridiculous. Should you be wanting time off for everything nowadays? The number is 87 188 That's 087-188-0008. Maybe you've gone through the menopause. I want to hear from you. Maybe you're a woman of menopausal age. How is it affecting you in work? Come on, let's hear from you. The number is 087-188-0008. You can text or WhatsApp now. Or if you want to come on the air, you can. The number, if you want to ring in directly, is 0818-942-105. How is your employer being? Eilish. Good good afternoon, Niall. How are you? I'm, I'm, had you a nice holiday? I do. I had a nice break off, Eilish. It was good. lovely. Thanks very much. It's great to get a bit of time. It gives the mind a rest, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. So then I can come back well, fresh and start day getting... here yeah. in Waterford. It's roasting. It's beautiful. It's not, is it? It's cool, but it's so stunning. Yeah, yeah it's fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, come here, Neil, or Niall. When, um, when John rang me there a while ago, do you know, something yeah. I was laughing I said, this is... Sign- Every time I hear menopause, I cringe because, because I think women make, you know, there's no way you should get time off for it because on the other side of the fence, you have men and they, they get depressed. Okay. Yeah. Do they, you know, do they get time off because they're depressed? Like, like I said to John, the thing about menopause is that I'm quite young. I'm in my early 50s. And the thing about it is you look after your body, you drink plenty of water, you exercise, you go to work. You get uh, support from your colleagues because at the time there were quite a few <laughs> going through it at the same time, which is a great thing. And did you get me in the uh, symptoms, Eilish? Not at all. Uh, a few hot flushes here and there. And, you know, the thing is, Niall, I'll probably be slated now by everyone from Kerry, so you can hear the Kerry accent <laughs> coming out. I'll be slated by every woman in the country. But, like, I mean, why put so much emphasis on it? Get up, get on, work. You know what I mean? Go for a walk, eat well, and just speak with your colleagues who are in the same position. I sailed through it, and uh, it didn't bother me. Yeah, but, that, but that's you, Eilish. Not every it woman sails through it. It is because I kept us. myself working. Mm. Even though there were days when I, you would just feel like jumping into the shower at work, you know? Even yeah. though that wasn't kind of a place where it was just, yeah, but there was yeah. shower facilities, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, you were um, so warm, like, go jumping like, into a cold shower. Yeah, yeah. Mother of God, like, I mean, I don't understand why, you know, I've heard, like I said, Sean there earlier, I said, sometimes when I hear this topic coming up, I just turn it off or, you know, other things to do with women, you know, what I'm talking about, but I don't mention it here on, because we're, we know how to, how to look after ourselves, you know, and I hear people coming on, oh, I'm this and I'm that and I can't get out of bed in the morning, I kick up the ass because I did it and there's many women doing it. But, I mean, but the symptoms of menopause can vary from woman to woman, right? Okay. They can. Yeah, okay. It's, I mean, the hot flushes are quite common. That's one of the mm-hmm. most common symptoms. But the other symptoms, it, it can cause depression. Mm-hmm. Um, it causes a lot of aches and pains mm-hmm. where you didn't normally get aches and pains. Mm-hmm. And I know HRT is there to help. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know whether you're on HRT or not. No. Okay, but it is there to help women to get those hormones back I into whack again. Is that artificial? I'll say that again. You're what? I wouldn't go near any of that artificial stuff. A good run not? up the road with the dog. Right, okay. And get rid of all the pain. A good run up the road with the dog. Yeah, you're kind yes. of simplifying it a bit there. It's a biological thing, Irish. It's walking. I mean, it is a biological thing. And you see, my point is, I wasn't even going to come on air, but I said, you know what, now I've been a long time waiting to put my opinion forward. I think 
it's a personal thing to women and their partners or whoever, their children and all the rest of it. But the way everybody deals with it is different. And, you know, you hear people saying, oh, my God, I can't get out of bed in the morning. That's only self-pity. Oh, that's self-pity. Yeah, they're thinking about it for years. And when it comes in, they have all the drama built up. Right. So so you sail through it? I did. Uh, just with a good walk with a dog? Yes, with a load of And a kick dog. in the arse? And I kick up the arse out of bed and go right, work. Okay, okay. Well, well, stay, drink well, water. No, well, well, hang on. Drink stay. water and eat well. Stay there for a second, Eilish, because Owen... Uh, all right, Nile, how's it going, boy? How's it going, boy? How are you? Yeah. Hello, I'm not too bad for an oufla. For Any? an oufla. Yeah, <laughs> Go on, anyway. So, Owen, you've listened to Eilish. She said that employers oh, yeah. shouldn't be facilitating women because it's just the menopause. Get over it. Just go for a walk and give yourself a bit of a kick in the arse. I couldn't agree with that, Nile. No. I couldn't agree with that. I'll tell you, Nile, I'm in supply chain. And we're actually not able to supply enough medication, the HRT medication, to the pharmacies for women in the menopause. I know, it's there's very popular, yeah. There's a glo- it's not popular, it's needed. There's a global shortage of it. Yeah, I know. And there's a global so shortage was, of food now, so we'll starve. If there was a shortage of uh, men's medication going into the pharmacies, it'd be a big thing on the news. It'd be sorted out tomorrow. It would, yeah. No yeah. bother. Yeah. And the other, the other reality of it for employers is if they don't facilitate women around this menopause thing and let them work from home or whatever it requires, they'll have to pay men, and men will be looking for more money, and that's going to cause all kinds of trouble for employers. So they're going to have to get real about all this. Right, so they're going to have to be more understanding. Oh, without a doubt. Like, I'm living down in rural West Cork myself, and a lot of women are working from home since this pandemic and all the rest of it. Right, okay, because that kind of suits them to do that, yeah. Yeah, and it suits them. Now, women are having children older. Yeah, this is true. A lot of women would be, now, the medical term is geriatric pregnancy, which most women aren't. I've heard that. I've heard that phrase, yeah, yeah. They don't like it, it's you know. It's a phrase. It is a terrible phrase, Irish. Geriatric pregnancy. Geriatric at 40. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. The reality is there is a pile of women who are going through this, and yeah. they have young kids. They have young kids. And, you know, school runs and all the rest of that. They've been able to work quite efficiently from home. I know kind of bosses who want to justify their management salaries or try and brag, dragging them back to work at a time that doesn't suit them. And if it, some of them... But is that, not, that. is that not what a job is about, at a time that doesn't suit them? I mean, the job may require them to be there at a certain time. Ah, uh, well, if they were able to work from home all along. that Like a lot of these clerical roles, as long as they have access to the internet, it's not like they have to drive the truck with the HRT medication to the shop. Can I pop you know in there for a second? Yeah, yeah, sorry, Eilish, go ahead, yeah. Come here, Owen. Okay. In this day and age, right, the supply yeah. of HRT to chemists and all that, our doctors, is a lot less important than the supply of food, heat, and looking after people on the streets. With HRT, I wouldn't even dream of it. It'll be like, you know, all the other drugs that they prescribe, like thalidomide that was in the news lately. Oh, remember that, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah of you know, and... Uh, there is no... There is no... Pro- do you mind? There, there, like, 
Do mind this crack about HRT is more important than anything. More important than anything is now that we can feed and heat our elderly people. And there we, is absolutely I mean, go no to the problem go with to the supply of food. And there are plenty alternatives, you know? There is and a, there is like, a, why should they... Why, I never got special time off work. I didn't want it. I was a grafter. And, you know, the thing about it as well, Nile, is you have a great old camaraderie and just, you don't be ashamed. Just say, oh, Jesus Christ, here comes one of them. <laughs> And everybody was the same. We all forced each other. And that's the way it worked for us. Yeah, but do you not, well, do you not think that Owen has a point that, uh, you know, we live in a different world now, Eilish, okay? And we all accept that we live in a different world where we're more understanding and we're more sympathetic towards people, you know, if they have an illness or if they have a, you know, a predisposed condition or, you know, so we're more, a little bit more understanding. The same when it comes to pregnancy. You know, we yeah, didn't have the maternity leave now that we had years ago. We didn't have the same maternity leave. What? An illness is an illness. Yeah. Menopause, all that women and men go through are natural progressions. In well, life. men don't go through menopause generally. Well, I know that. Yeah, but if a man had breast cancer there, did you hear that? Oh, I know. And they can. It's quite rare. But they do yes, get breast cancer. Yeah, it was yeah. on the radio there a couple of days. Yeah, oh, it's quite and, rare. But, but it does well, like, It is rare. But it did happen to this particular man because I was listening to it yesterday. Yeah. But they are natural things that occur in our life. And they're not, they're not um, like, it's a hum- completely different scenario if somebody has a heart problem cancer god forbid and but like highlighting all these women's problems it just cracks me up what's, what's wrong with highlighting women's problems it Eilish? cracks me up i said to well, just because you've sailed through life <laughs> i did and I'm but, i mean but Owen has a point if there were men that were having these problems we'd highlight them and we'd be doing something about it I had my ups and downs believe you me uh niall but having a positive attitude looking after your body getting up in the morning get up and that's and that, and you're 100 percent right, Eilish, about having a positive attitude. Get up in the morning, give yourself a kick in the arse every now and again. But in saying that, sometimes you need a little bit of help. You need, a, you know, someone. I know. Yeah, you, you might. I mean, obviously, menopause is biological. It's to do with you know the imbalance of hormones. So I mean, sometimes you know, getting the kick in the arse and having a walk with the dog is not going to solve the problem. Of course. I mean, you yeah, you might you might need, need a more understanding employer, or you might need a little bit of help from your local GP. Yeah, I was like, right, okay, but. I mean, to each their own. If they want to get HRT, fine. Go up to the chemist, there's plenty other alternatives, right? But my point is, from start to finish, is it's private. It's it's women. But it it's shouldn't be private. Yeah, but it shouldn't be private. It's private to the person, Joe. I know I'm talking about it now, but I it's think, like, John, but I really hang, am not, yeah, but, but, but hang on, Eilish. When you say it's private, that's the very reason we're having the conversation today. It's like women when they have their periods. We sh- It shouldn't be private. There shouldn't be a stigma to it. We should be able to openly talk. Like, for example, when Ruth comes into work, uh, my producer, and, uh, you know, say Ruth happens to be going to her period or something like that, I have to be a bit more understanding as somebody who works with her. And she might... Actually, Ruth is the type that will actually announce it. She will say yeah. it. So it means then that I know she's having a difficult time today, so I need to be a little bit more understanding with her I when she loses I, the rag. <laughs> like, I was brought up, you know, and you, right, you just get on with it. I went to the bog, fucking turf. Just get on with it. Okay, I get you, I get you. All right, listen, we've got to go to a break. The number is 87 That's 087-188-0008. Gordon Eilish, just get on with it. If you have the menopause. Caroline, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you? I'm not too bad, Niall. How are you? Good. Nice to talk to you. Now, you suffered, obviously, very badly, according to what it says on my screen here, with symptoms of menopause. So how mm-hmm. did that work out for you in the workplace? Well, firstly, can I say, Eilish or Eilish, hang your head in shame. 
hang your head in shame. I work, I train, I socialise. I'm a very, very positive woman. I don't need to kick up in the arse and just get on with this. Or go for a walk with she a dog, is, is what she said, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, trust me, that did help for a couple of uh, a couple of moments. I had to still come home. Sometimes I couldn't leave my house or leave my job, Nile. I was so bad. That woman should kiss the ground and thank her lucky stars. She never had any of the symptoms that some of us women get. And she should be ashamed of herself that she's not so supportive to other women. Mm. I had such a bad time. There was times and, where okay, I was Describe to us, for those who don't understand that, okay, and many people at home, uh, be it male or female, because some women may not have had yeah. the worst of symptoms. Describe those symptoms and how they affected or manifested themselves on a day-to-day basis. Well, unfortunately, Niall, one of my main symptoms um, was clotting. And that was one of the main worst things that I had and something I had no control over. Okay. Um, I did get the flushes, coped with them, not too bad. I opened the window, the poor husband used to be freezing and I'd open the window, freeze him, but I was nice and cool. That didn't bother me. Unless people have clotted, they have never, ever understand how bad that can be. I'll give you an example. I was on a bus one time going into town with my child. I got off the bus. I was after making plans to go in to have lunch and stuff like that. I clotted on the bus and I didn't realise I clotted. I was destroyed. Sorry now, that woman should thank her lucky stars. Thank God I have a very supportive family. I have a very, very supportive employer. And I have to say, without the help and support of my team in my job, I wouldn't have gotten through half of what I got through. And were you, did you go through it earlier in life than most or did you, was it around the, the average age? Were you, what was it, between the age of 45 no, and 50? No, I'm, yeah, I'm 50 now at the moment okay. and I'm hoping I've been over the worst. I have a very supportive doctor um, and I have a female team doctor who have looked after me and I'm under the care of the Coom who have been very, very supportive. They're not rushing into anything, which, and I'm not rushing into anything either, Niall. Mm. I'm letting my body tell me what it needs to be done. If things are going well, which they are at the moment, I'm going with it. But I'm so annoyed with that woman thinking that we can just go into a chemist and just ask for something just to get us through this. Mm. Well, she didn't, even, was, she didn't even suggest that, by the way. She's not even no. in favour of HRT. She basically, as you heard her say, kick up the arse and she go did for say, a get with something. But she did say, just get something else. Yeah. as if we're going to go in and a paracetamol is going to cure this. Yeah. I have been locked in the toilet in my job shouting for someone, especially my boss, to come in and get me. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Karen. That's particularly bad. It's just, and, 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 you know, and, but, but can I ask a question? When you go yeah. to your employer, and this is part of, Eilish said we shouldn't even be talking about it on the radio, she said it was going to turn off. So, yeah. so she was, basically her idea is, this is a women's issue, it's private, keep it to yourself. Your employer doesn't need to know about it. And that, that's kind of her argument. When you went to your employer, you were saying they were understanding, but for a lot of women, it's a bit embarrassing, I suppose, isn't it? Of course, I fully understand. I would be quite open, but not too open in other things. I, mm. But when it comes to health, because unfortunately when you're in work, if you're out for a certain amount of sicknesses or you're out for a certain amount of time, they need to know why you're out. And I told them, I had unfortunately got a bad uh, bout of COVID. And during COVID, all my symptoms of menopause came in as well. So I was going through the mill. But I let them know that being out was not necessarily my fault. There was nothing I could do. There were some days I couldn't leave the house. And what was I supposed to do? But they were extremely understanding. And I think if employers are a bit more understanding, like there is going to be people, Niall, who take the 
proverbial, you know what I mean? They yeah. are going to abuse, you know, yes. Yeah, yeah, of course. But that's like all illnesses or anything else in this life. But if you have a job, who knows you and knows what sort of hard worker you are and that you always come in and you've never had anything before, they should be understanding. Well, according but to the research, 4,000 yeah? women were asked, 44% said it affected their ability to work. One in 10, I'm surprised at this, that's 10% of women gave up their jobs because of menopause. And I'm shocked to hear exactly. that. That's shocking. Yeah. That's shocking. And obviously they hadn't got the support that I have. Yeah. They really, really don't. I give out yards about my job like everyone does. I, they, I really, really do. But I'm sorry, I'm just getting upset now. Okay. I'm sorry, Caroline. I didn't mean to upset you. But I'm doing great now. And that's yeah. the thing. I'm very positive. And that woman, it just really annoyed me. I'm someone that goes out. I walk my dog all the time. I go to the gym. I have a healthy lifestyle. I have a great family. I have fantastic friends. And as I said, she is just lucky. And thank God she's lucky. But there is many women. And I see on these Facebook pages and I read about stories. And there's a lot of women in this situation. People need to stop hiding behind this. Talk about it. We are all going through the same. This country doesn't talk about things now. And they should be ashamed of that. I know, I know. That, that, that's what I said earlier on. I mean, for example, I mentioned that, you know, Ruth comes into work and sometimes she'll tell me, she'll actually announce yeah. it, that she's on her yeah. period. And the reason she does that is so we'll all be a little more understanding. Exactly. You know, during that time. And and, and the, the same when Ashling was here as well. She used to say the same thing as well. And and I think men in particular need to be a bit more understanding. And maybe not even be more understanding, but just understand when it's happening and understand exactly. the symptoms and how, you know, to deal with that. And Niall, it needs to happen at home. Mm. It needs to happen at home. They need, people need to be shown their sons. If they're not feeling well, oh, ma'am, what's wrong? Or that, oh, I'm not feeling good. And, you know, they need to See this, encourage this, this, their boys to be more sympathetic absolutely. towards the, pain. The, this language that we used in the past needs to go away. You know, this kind of, oh, it's women's problems. Women's exactly. problems. Exactly. That, that quietness, the hush husher, you know, the kind of mumbling, I mean, the member house, member house, member house. That has to go away because we need to all understand what it is. And I know of husbands who don't even know when their wife is having their period. They don't know the wife is in their menopause. They they don't know because the wife doesn't even talk to them about it because they're so embarrassed by it. Oh, Jesus, my poor husband hasn't got a choice. <laughs> you just tell him it's straight. I'm having a bad day. He was he married a different woman that, you know, that he's been living with for the last two years now and the kids have even said the same. They notice a change and yeah. they do they they notice certain things about me yeah. that they would say that, Oh, you were in such a bad humor yesterday and I'd be like, well, Was I really? Yeah. I was having you know, and I don't think it affects my humour, but obviously it does. But as I said, that woman should thank her lucky stars every day. Okay, well, stay, just stay there with me for a second because, Catherine, you kind of took umbrage with what Eilish was saying as well there earlier on about getting Absolutely. up and kicking yourself in the arse. So d- did you have a difficult time? I have had the most horrendous time of my life going through uh, surgically induced menopause. Oh, okay. So for quite a while, I didn't know I was in menopause. So I spent three years up and down to my doctor who wouldn't have seen me previous to that really at all. I had such debilitating pains. I had pains in my toes, pains in my knuckles, pains in my wrists. Um, brain fog just doesn't even come into it because there's days I left the house and I'd have to ring home going, what did I come out for? Mm-hmm. I was at a roundabout with my child coming back from dancing one evening and I had stopped at the roundabout and I said to her, Amy, where are we going? Where am I? Where, where, where am I going? 
That's awful, isn't it? And that's in my own own hometown that I've lived. That must in be for quite last... must be quite frightening, and I wouldn't understand it as a man, obviously. But it must be quite frightening to you know walk up the stairs, for example, and forget why you walked up there. Mind you, sometimes that happens as you get older, anyway. But walk up the stairs and forget why you actually went up there, what you were actually looking for, or to maybe leave something in a drawer and not remember where you've left it because at that particular absolutely. moment you had the brain fog. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, for Irish to say, put your dog on the on the lead and take it for a walk. Well, my daughter's here with me, and she heard it. And she said, "Ma'am, I would be afraid because she said there will be some days the dogs could have come back, but you mightn't have." Oh right, okay, yeah, I get that. that could be now, and that was to the extent that I was with menopause. So fair play to Irish, and I mean, each to their own. But many women is suffering, and many women don't know they're suffering with the menopause. Do you think? Do you think some women are in sometimes in denial? That I don't know. I never would have thought I was. In, I mean, I would have often went to bed fine and would woke up drowned. And I would have laid. And this happened to me on a few occasions when I went, Jesus! I went to bed grand. I must be brewing something. I'm delirious with a temperature. Yeah. But sure, that went on for ages before it clicked at me. You're not running a temperature. You're having a hot flush at ages. Yeah. Yeah. You're. Just and I mean, and flush, it didn't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I was in bed waking up drowned, going. Jesus, what's wrong with me? Have I a throat? Have I, you yeah, know, I'm running a temperature? <laughs> yeah. Like. yeah. And that went on for weeks till one day the light switch went on and I went, that's a hot flush. And what about, what, about the other, what about some of the other symptoms that Caroline obviously talked about as well? I mean, depression and feeling down, I suppose, not well, able like to... I went to my GP three years ago and with the pains, he'd done the blood work and the whole lot, everything came back clear. I'd no osteoporosis, I'd no rheumatoid arthritis, I'd nothing. And I said to him, but I am not imagining these pains. Yeah, I you've... can't. So you almost feel like you think you're going crack. You almost feel like you're you going crackers. So mad. Yeah, you do. You actually think yourself like I am now a hypochondriac because my blood's in mm-hmm. pain. I'm fine, but I'm sitting here crying with pain. I can't drive the car with the pains in my wrist. Yeah, you know, and that's quite a common doctor, symptom, by the way, for pains yeah. in your feet or unexplained pains and aches Total and pains. Unexplained. Yeah. I I developed anxiety, which I never would have been had. Never yeah. would have suffered with anxiety. I mean, I would make arrangements to meet my best friend to go for coffee and at the last minute I go, I have a migraine, I can't go. I had no migraine. I just physically couldn't go outside the front door. Just with the anxiety? Just anxiety. I couldn't go. Um, my GP started me on an antidepressant, even though I sat in front of him and I went, I am a bit down, but I don't think I'm depressed. Still not knowing that I was in menopause. And look, we'll give these a lash and see how they go. Well, actually, do me, do me a favour. Stay there, both of you, for a second, because I have to take a break and I, I want to talk to both of you a bit more. Uh, the number's 87 8 That's 87 8 8 A lot of people text again, by the way, saying that Eilish needs to get a grip of herself. The reason we're talking about it is that one in ten women have given up their job because of menopause, according to the well-being of women, uh, the CEO, Janet Lindsay, and they're calling on employers to be more flexible. Stay there, Caroline and Catherine. Let me just go to Dervila as well. Dervila, you're in Ireland's class of kids. How are you doing? Hi, Niall, how are you? Good. Now, similar to Catherine and Caroline, you suffered particularly badly as well. I did, and I was young too, and I was, like, I I was in, I was 44 when I was full-blown. Okay. Like in, you know, I had gone through the many perimenopause. Perimenopause, yeah. And I, I did have all the symptoms of um, the flushes and blah, blah, but I just kind of got on with it. But the, the worst was that sense of foreboding, like, I was kind of constantly like worried something bad was going to happen. You it's kind like of a paranoia almost, yeah. yes, yeah. And I had lost a few people, you know what I mean, in my life, you know, and I kind of had sense that they were going to die. So I kind of was then very in tune with that. And I hate, you know, so I went to the GP, they were very understanding. He said, no problem, and went on the HRT. 
And honest to God, I felt like I was 16 again. My energy, I, I loved it. But then one day, I kept losing my sight for 24 hours. I kept going blind. You were losing your sight? Yeah, for 20, like... Okay. I would have suffered from migraines on and off, but and you'd lose your sight for maybe 10 minutes. But okay. this kept happening. Like I, I was losing it for an hour and then it was at a weekend and it happened for 28 hours where most of the day I was actually blind. I would come back for five minutes and then go again. And when you say, so, when you say blind, you just couldn't tolerate light in your see, eyes? No, not, it, it was no pain. It wasn't like a migraine. It was literally, I was going blind. So I That must have been frightening for you. It was terrifying. And I was like, oh my God, what, this must be the HRT. And it was, so... Which meant I had to come off it, um, even though I loved. And was there no was there no alternative HRT no, because I know there is different ones. One. They didn't yeah. seem to offer me one, so that was fine. Um, that was ten years ago, and I went for just a regular DEXA scan there, a bone density scan there a few weeks ago, and the specialist afterwards she did. And first of all, she said she went to measure me, and I said, "Well, look, I'm five foot nothing. I've been five foot nothing my whole life, you know." And she checked me, and she was like, "You know, God, no, you're not. You're." Uh, four foot ten and a half I shrank an inch and a half and then when she did the test she said oh my god I've really bad news she said my bone my spine and my arms were presenting at 80 to 90 years of age so your bone density yeah yeah so I like I'm saying to all my friends now who are only starting the menopause please take the HRT and protect your skeleton because it's too late for me and the problem is I'm too young to go on the injections, like because there's only a ten-year data apparently. So they only give them to people in their eighties and nineties okay. the injection, and I'm I'm between a rock and a hard place now. So okay, sorry, um, just to ask by the way, Catherine or Caroline, did you experience that uh, the the sight loss or I, I know different when people have different symptoms. Did did either one of you experience no. that? I personally no. didn't anyway. No. Yeah. Mm. And I was, I was oh, no. disappointed yeah. because I loved being honest. Like was it a body identical one that you were on? It was um, a ta- some tablet. Um, the newer types of HRT are body identical. They're called body identical. Yeah. And they're a lot safer. These and are the gels are you talking about, are they? No, well, they're a gel or a patch. My, okay. I wear a patch. Okay. But it's body identical. So it's not a synthetic HRT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think that's so, probably the one I was on, yeah. the synthetic one. But it's too yeah. late for me now. Like, I can't reverse the damage that's been done by not being able to protect my skeleton. Yeah. Yeah, and can you not reverse the damage to your bones no, though from I getting can't. any worse? No, no, that's that's awful. And the injection is, is and and, and I suppose the point we're talking about here, you know, Deirdre, were you working at the time? I was, yeah, and I, I'm really busy, and like I never left. Like I just kind of got on with this slushes. I got on with it. I and did you talk to your employer about it, or was your employer so understanding? Oh, you were self-employed. Okay, that makes you see you were yeah. employing yourself, so you had no I'm choice. So I'd be lifting kids all the time, lifting. You know, now yeah. I can't. You know what yeah. I mean? I have. You know, there's a lot now that if I fell now, I could break my spine very easy now because it's literally so bad. Like, and Catherine, when when you were when you were uh, going through menopause, were you employed at the time? No, I wasn't. I wouldn't have been able to work. Okay, so so you were one of those one in ten people who would have had to give up their job over it, without a shadow of a doubt. Because as Eilish suggested, I did get up every morning and I did get on with it. Because I functioned and I got my four children out to school and I came home and I cleaned over and done all yeah. those jobs. But then I sat down and cried because that was it until it was time to get back in the car and go and do. It was a case of having to do it. Yeah. All over. Yeah. Yeah. Women, do it. women get, have to do, everything has to be done. You know, so women, mm. but yeah. you don't have the luxury. You're, you know, you still have to get up and, yeah. and do everything, you know. And, and Derville, do you think we talk about these things enough? I know we've talked well, about it a fair bit on the radio. Now, you know, and I, like, I definitely have said to, like, Anyone I know that's my age or younger, a lot, you know, please 
don't be afraid of because it's such a a taboo about the HRT from breast cancer, but that was a few years ago. It was kind of they, that was faulty data they used is, at the yeah, time. A lot yeah, of women are kind of totally. afraid to, yeah. to go on it now, and I'm saying, please don't be afraid. That you know, because you know, my GP bones. refused to put me on HRT because yeah. my mom had breast cancer. Okay, and she gave me this questionnaire to fill out, and if you have more than eleven, if you tick more than eleven, you'd need HRT. Yeah, I had yeah. ticked over thirty. Yeah, and she still refused to give me HRT. I, a lot of see. I think what you need to do, and I say this to many, many women. We've said it on the air, and when we talk to menopause specialists on the air, is you need to go to a doctor who understands menopause. And I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not having yep. a go at doctors, yeah. but most of them don't, and it's the last thing they will actually diagnose you with. So you need to go yeah. to a doctor that actually understands menopause. Or well, I'm, I'm not going to be sexist here, but maybe a female forward, doctor you know, is more yeah. suitable. Yeah. You know, than no, was, my doctor was a female, a yeah. young. A fairly young female doctor. Yeah. And refused. Sent me on, gave me a referral for the clinic in Dublin, which told me I'd be waiting six months. And I sat in front of her and I said, I'm not sure I have six months. I said, I'm on the ground. Well, look, I'm really sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear your story, Caroline and Derville, too. Listen, thank you very much indeed to all of you sharing that. And if it makes one person out there maybe change their mind and go and, go and do something about it and makes one plural maybe be more understanding of women, I think it was worth talking about. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.